This is the truth about Near Protocol. We're about to reveal some crazy facts about Near Protocol that you need to know about. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Beam Pod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator, which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. This is Josh, the Nifty Investor. We're about to reveal the truth about Near Protocol. What exactly is Near Protocol? Is it a project that we would invest in? What is going on behind the scenes? Mm. So much to dig into. I mean, this is another layer one. There's a fucking shit ton of layer ones. But the more we do these deep dive into these truth about episodes that we've kind of you know really enjoyed you start to learn that each layer one now is, they all started out as layer ones, right? They're all building their DeFi application, all this shit. But what you're starting to realize is that some of them seem to be niching into certain sectors. Mm. And I wonder, which you guys will find out, what we think Nier is starting to kind of, you know, niche itself into. Yeah, interesting. It's definitely a really interesting project. If you've been following me for a while, you know that I like Nier Protocol. Mm. Um, I've made no secret of that. It's been it was one of the coins that I traded during the last bull run pretty well, but it's kind of you know it's gotten lost in the bear market now, so no one really talks about it anymore. Which it's a perfect time. Let's bring it up. Let's talk about it. So right now it's the number thirtieth ranked crypto, one point six billion dollar fully diluted market cap, around eighty five tokens, eighty five percent of tokens in circulation. At the peak of the bull run, it was at twenty dollars. Now it's down to like one dollar. Mm. So it's down you know ninety five percent just like every other altcoin. But, you know, right from the bat, you want to talk about what makes Near Protocol different than all the other layer ones. So one thing I feel like they're doing is they're almost essentially just an Ethereum 2.0 right away. And that's proof of stake and sharding. You know, and that's the consensus mechanism that they're using. And, you know, it's everything that Ethereum is trying to move towards. Near already is. Right. Right. So I, I find that kind of interesting as well. Um, in terms of, you know, this is a cross chain interoperable. Um, I mean, there's, it was founded. I, where should we go with this? It's, it's, it's almost like, and it, we we talk about this when we, we talk about every layer one, it's like, it solved the trilemma. It has all the buzzwords. And I like that. But if you look at what near protocol is all about, it's about simplicity, scalability, and ease of use. And that all comes from a great example, near protocol wallets. They don't use these crazy wallet strings. You can use text, right? So it's easy to get, if you're on another blockchain, it's easy to move over to near. It's also uses one of the easiest programming, programming languages of any blockchain for coders and developers. Therefore, it's easy to poach developers from Ethereum, Polkadot, wherever to come to near protocol. And that's why you always see I think it's number five or number six in most number of active developers near protocol. Now, when you look at the number of layer ones that are ahead of near protocol in the market cap ranking, the fact that near protocol is at number five or six shows you they're building during a bear market. It's mm. because it's so easy to come to near protocol. It's simple. And then when I talk about it scalable, I think we should talk a little bit about their sharding and like what exactly is sharding. We've talked about it before, but it uses something called Nightshade, which is a sharding technology. You know, 
it's very complicated, like most things of blockchain are. But to put it very simply for everyone, it's it breaks down transactions. If you think about sharding like a, a, pane, a pane of glass, and you break the glass and it goes into little shards of glass. So that's what near protocol does with transactions. So with regular blockchains, everything gets uh, funneled into like one kind of transaction, you know, a throughway or a highway. Near transaction breaks them down into shards so the transactions are processed all using these different shards, therefore making it faster and allowing for scalability. Yeah, the workload becomes lighter. Many hands make light work, I guess. Exactly, yeah. So that's, an, that's a great way of putting it. So one thing I like that was, what I, as you start to dig into it, you start to see like the associations that Near Protocol is working with, you know, like the Web3 Foundation, all that stuff. They seem like, just seems like a really f- friendly, nice community. But that it also kind of echoes back into, you know, how they are trying to make the development user-friendly, you know? So they're using uh, JavaScript SDK, which is the most popular programming language, like you mentioned. Yeah. Um, and then, the yeah, those human-readable account names versus the crypto... Like, because when... You, let's say you're a brand new person to crypto and you see this 0x, DDD, like these huge contract addresses. When you all of a sudden see from a user-friendly aspect of things like from a retail perspective and you can like, oh, I can just type in Jolly Green and that's the address. Yeah. How much nicer is that, right? So it just seems like there's such, it's like, that's why they have so many developers and uh, active addresses on their platform and why some of these projects we're going to talk about are actually utilizing near versus other platforms. Exactly. And that's why it's been so, it's kind of been hyped from the start. So if you go back to the start of your protocol, it was backed by Coinbase Ventures, Blockchain.com, Anderson Horowitz, Jump Capital, and all these other massive venture capital funds. Now, after we saw what happened with FTX, it's not always a good thing. However, it shows you that there's been interest in near from the start. And that's because of their unique technology that we're kind of starting to dig into. Another thing we always look at when we're looking for altcoin gems and layer ones in particular is how much money in the bank do they have? And this has never been more important than now during the bear market. So Near Protocol ha- has an $800 million grant fund to grow the ecosystem as of last year. Mm-hmm. They also raised an additional $150 million in investment capital a year ago. So they ne- have nearly a billion dollars in a bank to grow the Near Protocol ecosystem. And having money in the bank right now is super important. So it makes me a little bit more safe and secure about the future of near as opposed to other layer one blockchains and protocols and altcoins that don't have that money in the bank ones that are going to survive right actually have a ton of money in the bank because yeah. you know 90 percent of all altcoins are going to go to zero mm. you know as, as they say one thing i wanted to highlight is how they're actually quite decentralized um you talked about nightshade and the sharding so what i found was they've gone from phase one they're gone from simple nightshade into phase one of their sharding because it's a, it's a continuous transition but what's going to happen is their validators are going to go from 100 to 300 so the more validators you have the more decentralized it is right so not what no one node is actually controlling the network um so i i like the decentralized aspects as well and it's true it's not was it was it like something with ethereum Ethereum. there's like a couple yeah with the new ethereum 2.0 it actually became less decentralized yeah so i don't like that so i like the fact that this has this is going to 300 yeah so ultimately nears nightshade is it's theoretically limitless. It can continue to expand by increasing the number of shards. So, you know, if you're looking for a blockchain that's trying to onboard 10, 100 million people, Near doesn't need to go to Ethereum 2.0. It can handle that now through its unique sharding through the nightshade. So that's really at the core of why Near is so great. Um, and another interesting, th- interesting thing I thought going back to the, the start of it, the founder 
has experienced the founders. They're Russian. They have experience at Microsoft, Google, and OpenAI. No way. Interesting. That is interesting. So you know AI is going to play a huge part. And if the founder has experienced at OpenAI, maybe AI will play a part in, in New Year's rise from the ashes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really interesting. That's, yeah. a, that's a nice narrative. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, another thing I like about Near is the fact that they have the meta transactions. So uh, we talked about this in our another episode, our top DeFi protocol picks. And I talked about Ref Finance. Um, the fact that third parties can pay transactions for the transaction cost. So this, this is good because it, it brings new users to the platform because you don't actually physically have to hold any near tokens to make any swaps. The account or the, the DAP they're using can pay it for you. Right. Yeah, so cool. I think that's, that's really important for bringing um, additional people to the platform. That's ultimately how, that's ultimately how, you know, these layer ones and stuff make money is like they need, Stuff needs to be happening on the network yeah. for, the, for them to be making money. Um, you talked about how many people can come onto this platform to do the sharding technology. And one of the apps that, uh, one of the biggest contributors to how much activity actually occurs was the Sweatcoin app. I saw that. Massive amount. I think they brought on like, th- so the Sweatcoin app, I believe, was basically it's a move to earn um, app where the more steps you take, you can earn sweat, which is actually on near. And the, um, with this, they brought on like 20 million plus wallet addresses. Mm. The fact that they can do that so simply and the platform is still running so smoothly says a lot about the sharding technology. The Sweatcoin app was the number one fitness app in the world. It operates in like 120 countries. Like that's a, that's huge. It's huge. So Sweat, the Sweat app version on Near Protocol is one of the most used de- decentralized apps or dApps of any dApp. Mm-hmm. And so... It just shows you the fact that Sweatcoin chose near, right? It comes back to that technology that we kind of just spent the first half of this episode talking about. And with near protocol, if you're placing your bet, if you're, you know, adding near to your portfolio, I think you're betting on the technology and you're betting on the community. You know, we always, you know, we've, we've seen the comments, we read the comments in every episode and we, we know that it's beneficial to look at the downside of protocols as well when we do these truth abouts. And, you know, it's not the same as like a Polygonmatic, or an Oasis network where it's like, all right, they're working with Meta. They're working with Coca-Cola. They're working with Disney. Near Protocol doesn't really have those big name partnerships yet. But what you're doing with Near Protocol is you're betting that they will bring in these horses, these big partnerships, because people will choose Near Protocol over other layer one blockchains due to their superior technology, right? So yeah. that's like, it's a downside that they don't have that brand name recognition. You can't go on the website and see working with Instagram, working with TikTok, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But... That doesn't mean they won't in the future. I mean, so the the sweat sweat app, um, you know, fifty million users or whatever they have using the app, that shows like they they brought a Web two version into Web three. Mm. And to that point that you mentioned, because I was looking at partnerships as well, and you're right, there's not a lot of them, um, if any. But that's not to say that nobody is, because what I found like this is an open source protocol, so that means that a big organization could be building on near right now. You just don't know it. Right. It just hasn't been made official. Yeah. So it is possible. They're just not officially partnered. I like it. So now I think, yeah, let's talk about the ecosystem because there are still, even though there's no big name partnerships and projects really on there that, you know, you know, right away, there is a lot of building going on on near. There's over 1000 dApps that are built on near protocol. And that doesn't count the ones that are being built right now. So 
this is something we've talked about. Um, yes, they started with DeFi with Ref Finance, as most Layer One protocols did. DeFi, and we've talked about the rise of the NFT wave. We think it's going to happen again in 2023, but we think NFTs are going to come back in a much more utility-friendly way. And one um, ecosystem project I like on Near is Seat Lab. It's an NFT ticketing marketplace. Right. And we've talked about how NFTs can revolutionize the ticket industry by giving, you know, just like NFT royalties. When you sell an NFT, the royalties go back to the creator or whoever sold it to you. And it, it keeps rewarding up the chain of custody. So we saw what happened with a Taylor Swift concert. People bought all the tickets. They resold them for 40K. Taylor Swift doesn't get any money from that. The person who maybe originally bought the ticket doesn't get money from that. It's the scalpers. And we, we want to get rid of that, right? So with NFT tickets, a, a company like Seat Lab, who's chosen near protocol to build their NFT marketplace, I like to see that. Mm, that's huge. Another one I guess we can mention was, uh, so from an NFT perspective, is the Armored Kingdom. You see that? It's an immersive NFT storytelling metaverse game as well. Um, backed by Myla Kunis. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so they have that that's being built. They also have uh, Play Ember. So it's a gaming and Web3 monetization platform. 5 million monthly active users. They had 100 million downloads also on Nier. So when I start to see like the movement aspect, the gamification of movement, and I see like um, the immersive Armored Kingdom, the NFT platform, the Play Ember, the gaming, I start to see like Nier because with gaming, there's so many transactions happening all the time with like buying guns and like uh, different like wardrobes and all that other stuff. Like, how f how many transactions have to occur so quickly, especially when you have millions of gamers? I, I kind of see Nier going into the Web3 gaming. Yeah. I can see that's kind of how they're starting. Niching themselves. Yeah. I, I think I saw Play Ember as well, and that, that one's interesting. It's like it brings Web2, uh, Web3 features to Web2 games. So things like interacting with players or NFTs or play-to-earn elements into Web2 games. And yeah, you're right. 100 million downloads, 5 million active users, and 100,000 wallets. They chose in your protocol. Yeah. So yeah, I think the sharding technology and the scalability lends itself to dApps that need tons of transactions done really, really quickly all the time, like gaming. Seems that way. Yeah, so that could be a really interesting... Um, there's over 120 gaming dApps in the Nier ecosystem. Yeah. So what I see with the Nier ecosystem right now is, one, they have nearly a billion dollars in the bank to grow it. Two, they have over a thousand dApps on Nier protocol. However, three... We always like to look at the flip side. They don't have a ton of users yet. But I see that changing because as companies continue to choose near protocol, they will bring, bring the Web 2 users who are existing, like a sweat app, into Web 3 on near protocol. Yeah. So what I see is an ecosystem ready to explode. Yeah, so do I. And um, I posted this on my Twitter the other day, the, the, the 24 hour volume on near there. This is a top 30 project. The volume was up 500 plus percent. There's $350 million in trading volume on Nier. Like people know. That's pretty significant. And every time there is like a bear market rally, Nier always is one of the top movers. Out of like the top 50 projects, right? It's always one of the names I trade during these bear market rallies. Nier protocol always moves. And I think there's a reason for that. It's because there's smart money in Nier protocol. Yeah. The one thing I would caution is uh, I was looking on Mazari and their current inflation, 20%. Right. So they still are releasing tokens like they could have some. So they're 1 billion currently uh, as their max. But, you know, by the end of the year, you could see that more like a 1.4 billion. Yep. Uh, sorry, in the next two years. Um, the problem with that is, is if there's high inflation, 
and fewer usage of the apps because we're in we're in a bear market so you're not really getting all that you can start to get the price movement go down on near so right i would call ca- I, I would personally caution i mean i mean i see i know it, you're right it has its rallies it's huge but it is also down 95 percent yeah i could see this being really good when the bear market kind of cools off and we start to see the bull market and actually these apps being used because when the transactions occur uh the near gets burned but right now it's just the ecosystem's not not being used yeah yeah for sure i pulled up that list so that i talked about earlier the number of developers on blockchains so number one is ethereum two cardano three Polkadot, four cosmos five solana and six near right so i think all of those projects have a bigger market cap than near protocol and it just tells you the potential that even though near is ranked number 30 at the market cap it could eventually come People are building on it. Developers are there. There's money in the bank. The users, you know, if, the, if you build it, they will come. We'll see. But like, you know, Near Protocol has really impressive technology. And I, I just, I think that if you're looking at a, a layer one protocol that is built for mass scalability, yeah, specific for these things like NFT marketplaces or play to earn games or potentially metaverse, that kind of stuff. I think it's an ecosystem that could re- be really ready to explode. So one of that one like to your point about the developers and all that they uh, and a partnership I think needs to be that we should talk about very briefly is uh, one of the apps in the near protocol ecosystem Aurora yep how they partnered with Consensus oh yeah cool so this is the largest company Consensus is the largest company building on Ethereum and Infura so they with Infura they actually this gives this gives near protocol access to four hundred thirty thousand developers and then it, it creates a, a much smoother makes ethereum compatible with near um so i think this partnership with the consensus is pretty pretty important to highlight right how many developers actually brings to what you're just referring to there and why there's so much activity there that is interesting for sure um so that, i think that was pretty important as well yeah i mean 100 percent. so i mean i don't really have any other points unless you want there's anything you want to bring up but for me near protocols definitely it's always been in like my top 10 layer ones easily uh, it's a coin that I trade. I, I, as I said, I think it moves during bear market rallies for a reason. Keep your eyes on the companies that have money in the bank and that are building in bear markets with impressive technology. I know they don't have the partnerships yet, like Matic and Oasis and all these com- big names, but I feel like it's coming. So for me, that near protocol is as low as it is, <clears throat> low as it is in market cap with all the impressive abil- uh, you know, aspects of it. For me, it's, it's a, a, a token that I will be dollar cost averaging through the bear market they're demonstrating the fact that i think one of the biggest hurdles in crypto is how user-friendly the whole whole thing is and if that's their focus is to make it user-friendly for both the retailer retail users and the developers i think that's a win i think it's going to eliminate a lot of hurdles they're demonstrating the fact that you can bring web 2 into web 3 they're doing that and i think with how big the gaming industry is worldwide from a, a market cap perspective yep if these guys start to become the leader in that space, I think that market cap could grow significantly. And near protocol is certified carbon neutral by the South pole. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Hey, so, as, the, <laughs> as the jolly green investor, I'm always looking for carbon neutral. Like we are. And we know that yeah, yeah, yeah. big companies pick carbon neutral or carbon negative mm. blockchains. Like Algorand got picked by FIFA because of that reason. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. just another Tick, tick a box that's, that's ticked by near protocol. Yeah. So yeah, don't don't underestimate, you know, being green, being jolly green. That's so it. for me, the truth about near protocol, I like it. It's a better than technology, the community, and an ecosystem that could really explode.
I like it a lot as well. Hey, guys, make sure you tune to the next episode. That one's going to be a banger. views expressed by speakers on the bean pod are solely their opinions you should not treat any opinion expressed on the bean pod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy but only as an expression of their opinion this podcast is for informational purposes only